0: Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to the Blue Collar Consulting Group podcast. I'm your host, Gary Roth. My goodness, it's been a long time and one of my favorite people in the entire planet. Doug Sowers with us today. Doug, welcome to the show again.
1: Mr. Gary Allen Roth. How are you doing
0: today, buddy? I'm doing well. Uh, Dude, you know, we've been talking about this for a hot minute. I'm super glad to have you on the show. And really, I, I can probably go ahead and tell you that the Blue Collar Consulting Group podcast has taken a pretty big pivot. So the brief overview is that we're focusing on performance, right? Performance enhancement. We're talking job performance, relationship performance, physical fitness. Uh, just just taking that life to the next level. Focusing on, gosh, just just everything you know better. I know it's kind of cliche, but my son and I have a pretty big idea that we may get into during the show. And the podcast is going to be the anchor of that. And I could not think of a better person for the first show than you. Um, Just for anyone listening, Doug and I met years ago. Gosh, like maybe 2011, something like that. 2012. Doug owned a gym outside of St. Louis called, uh, I think it was Full Contact Fitness, right? Do I have that right, Doug?
1: Full Contact
0: Fitness. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So. Yeah, that was a great place, and I remember Doug and his dad were in there, and they were super kind to me, and it was like Paul Sr., Paul Jr. It was so awesome, and just an incredible, incredible time in my life. A bright, One of the few bright spots of being outside of St. Louis was, was these guys. So, Doug, I mean, dude, I've always looked up to you. You've always been like super strong. You were a semi-professional fighter for a while. Uh, you, you've trained people. You've educated people. You've inspired people like myself. What, how'd you kind of get into all that, man?
1: Well, I, I, I don't really mean, I, I, I'm trying to figure out what you mean by semi professional. Fully professional.
0: I'm so sorry. I did not mean uh, to okay. insult you. I,
1: okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't know where we were going with that.
0: <laughs> it, it's credibility, Doug. I want to.
1: Well, I, I mean, semi professional, say- you know, you, you went to the Super Bowl of mixed martial arts. Maybe you're a semi professional. I'm not, you really know what,
0: sure. that, that, that is fair. I am so sorry, <laughs> Douglas. I uh, I'm
1: just messing with you, man. I'm just that kind of you. show,
0: my man. It's that kind uh, of show. I know, so, it yeah. Is. Like, how did it, how did you get into kind of all that stuff, man?
1: Uh it was a long, long time ago, yeah, back in the trailer park days.
0: Oh, hey, I've, that's all right. You got to start from the bottom. Now we're here.
1: Well, I mean, that's where I grew up, so yeah, and then yeah. uh, you know, when I think it was maybe around 17 is when the yeah. uh, first ultimate fighting championships came out. Yeah. And right. that was when like, you know, like Ken Shamrock was yeah. fighting, you know, Hoist Gracie. And yeah. I seen that and yeah. I uh, seen that in a, uh, in a trailer again, I, don't know I, I guess <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I just apparently am attracted to trailers. Um, I get it. I get it. After that, you know, it's just, I watched it. I've watched the very first UFC and, uh-huh. I was like, man, I, I got to do that. Like, I have to do that. It just looks amazing. And then okay. K1 kickboxing, Like, I seen a glimpse of that. And I was like, all right, that's what I want to do one day. And then, you know, somebody had introduced me to, you know, a man named Danny Hoskins. And it was just like this little dungeon. And he just, I was 17 and he just, eat the holy just crap out of me, you know, and I was like, man, <laughs> this is awesome you know so i just, I just, I, so I, just I just fell in love with it you know right off the bat, so you know after that, you know i he only he did a lot of weapons, you know, he was big into weapons training, so you know we were doing tomahawks and size and throwing swords wow. and knives and whatever you know, so you know and he he knew he could only take me so far and you know, I had interviewed him on another podcast, too, and, you know, we had talked about that. And it was, it was kind of about that time where I had to, like, I knew that's what I wanted to do, and then I had to go seek it out. So then after that, that's when I moved to Indiana. When I was in Indiana, I found a place called Ring Sports, which was led by John Castle, and he was trained under Sakasem. Oh, wow. uh, Sakasem uh from Thailand, and I ended up getting certified in Muay Thai there, and that was that day was hell. So I don't, uh, I don't, I don't doubt it. Yeah. So to to be crowned by you know a a, a guy from Thailand with a certificate, mm-hmm. and you know it was it was wow. kind of a big deal in in my mind. And the people that I, I mean, the fighters that were in that gym, it was just raw. Like they right. were just. They were just mean. I mean, Muay Thai fighters are mean. Oh, man. Oh, man. That
0: clinch is hell. That clinch is scary. They're
1: just mean, you know, and I love that place. And, you know, that's – I feel like that's where I grew. And then uh, it kind of got to the point where, uh, I mean, I was still around. You know, there was was guys fighting in the UFC. There was guys, you know, going into the kickboxing where, you know, like they were going into – they were doing everything but it to me it wasn't i was like there's still there's still something else yeah so okay somehow i ended up in colorado <laughs> after indiana and um <laughs> i i mean i i don't even know how I, lo- I found it but it was like an ad somewhere i don't even remember but it was a place called la boxing and it was in colorado and and uh, they end up flying me out, and, you know, it's, I started training with a guy that was actually fought in K-1, which was Jeff Ford. And then, I don't know if anybody's familiar with Colorado or anything around Colorado, but the, the fighters that were in Colorado were some of the best I've ever seen. And really? I'm, I mean, they're, all of them were in the UFC there was multiple K one fighters. There was world movie Chan- you know, I mean, just yeah. the, the names and it was just endless. So I, I was just, I was around the best. I don't know the, I mean, at the time in my mind, there was not, there was nothing better. The training in the mountains and, you know, just the mindset of those guys was just a whole different level. You know, it just, you you just don't find that. It's not normal. You know, I mean, in Missouri, and I don't know if you've ever been to Colorado. I haven't been to Colorado in a long time, but when I went there, you know, you, when you go from Missouri and you go to Colorado, I mean, I'm going to say this was probably 12 years ago, maybe 15 huh? years ago, you know, everybody in Missouri's, you know, I, I ain't trying to hate here, but I mean. <laughs> the the McDonald's <laughs> line is longer than you know what I mean the, Hey listen I've been else, to California
0: but... man I've been to the coast <laughs> of California I get it I get
1: it Yeah yeah but you you, you go out to Colorado and people, people are out prepare. there just active yeah. I mean everybody's active they're they're moving like they're running they're biking they're hiking they're they're doing everything I mean Colorado was was an amazing experience so I you know I learned a ton and ton there and I while I was there, I ended up uh, competing in the S1 World Muay Thai Championships. And I flew down there with uh, a guy that's pretty well-known in the UFC. It was uh, Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Um, and, yeah, he, he ended up winning that one. I ended up getting my ass beat. So, <laughs> you know, it was a multi-division uh, you know, thing. But I always had good managers. I was never – I always wish I was up to date with my managers cause I always got great managers and I wasn't ready for it, but you know, it gave me the opportunity to train with the best of the best and, and fight the best of the best. And everybody went home hurting, but you're all, you know, happy little friends afterwards. And then somehow I ended up back in Missouri and opened a uh, full contact fitness center. And yeah. then, um, I would say within the first – I want to say the, the second year that we were open, I want to say that um, I know we were ranked number two in the state of Missouri um, yeah. between MMA, kickboxing, uh, whatever we were doing. But, well, I mean, we, we, we just came out of nowhere, and just no one knew how to deal with any of my guys. Yeah. You know, they didn't have just, no film on you. Yeah. They, they have, they, they didn't know nothing. All of a sudden these guys train with me for a year and they're just coming out like animals, just destroying everyone, you know, cause Man, I, I, I went yeah. through hell. I went through hell for that. Sure. You know? But
0: be able to share that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I remember the trophies. I remember that back room. I remember the pictures, the trophies, the medals, the, the, the heavy air in there. I mean, the, the long bags, the ring, I mean, Full Contact Fitness, when I was there, man, it was legit. I mean, you had a great building and a great setup. I mean, rugged equipment, nice equipment, you know, the training room in the back, you know, and then all the stuff that went along with it. I mean, for a a nice run there, man, that was a great freaking facility.
1: Yeah, and I miss it. I miss the first one, to be honest. Our first one was, I think, that. The very first gym, I think, explained my whole journey. I think, okay. Okay. I think the second yeah. one was too big. Okay, that
0: makes sense. You know, a little too commercial, maybe.
1: It was too commercial, too big. Yeah. You know, the yeah. first one was just, just what I just came from. You know, yep. from, from a real, the like a real
0: fight, like a real yeah. fight gym.
1: But we had, but we still had, you know, uh, a nice weight facility. We had. Sure. You know, we still had all the good stuff, but you know, we came into Detroit, Missouri and nobody ever even heard of cardio kickboxing, but it was true, That's but true. it wasn't, it wasn't even cardio kickboxing. It was just like death. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everybody was yeah. like, what is this? You know, and this hurts. I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. But I love it. You know, yeah. so yeah. I hate him. I, mean, I love it
0: all at once. I'm coming people back. Just,
1: people grabbed onto it quick, you know? So after that, you know, we once I established that, and then we opened up the other gym, and then it got bigger. Then I started doing, uh, you know, my own fight promotions and and things like yeah. that, and okay, and then you know, it kind of started going downhill. I I was fortunate enough, uh, you know, one of my fighters was a world Muay Thai champion, Jake Duff, so okay. yeah, and then him. all all the rest of my guys just just were unbelievable. I mean, the guys, and it's funny whenever we moved to the new place, I could just kind of tell in their, just their face, just their, their whole demeanor was different from the rawness of the old one, you know? It was yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is, you know, yeah. and I, and I know that feeling cause that's what I always looked out for. I, I wanted to look for like the crappiest gym, you know, they had like garden hose around the ring you know, like <laughs> like that's when you know you're in a legit place. Like you know, it's not, it
0: smells stale in here. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like perfect. it's
1: it smells like vomit, like the, it's just gross. It's like, yeah, this is where I wanna be. Cause these are where the guys ain't got no money and they're hungry, you
0: know. And it, and it's dirty in a fight. It's nasty in a fight. Yeah, it's it sweaty ain't no joke. and bloody and-
1: it ain't no joke. Yeah. But after you know, so- but after that we accumulated I don't a ton of belts, you know, plaques, trophies, yeah, yeah. just yeah. a lot of recognition. And then, you know, once that had fell off, then now those guys uh, own a gym in Winsville. Oh, and, really? And now they have they have fighters in the UFC. No kidding. That's yeah. great. So you know, the whole time I, you know, I basically thought it was all about me, but. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think it was so, not your coaching
0: tree, man. That's your coaching tree. It's yeah, like Andy I mean, Reid or anybody else, you know?
1: Oh yeah. You know, and, and when I was say. there, it, it was hard when, whenever we moved to the new gym, you know, I was doing, you know, I was training fighters. I was personal training. I was mm-hmm. doing the gym thing, putting on yep. fights. And then somehow, K one came along, there was uh, tryouts in LA uh, Venice beach. And, you know, the coach at the time was like, we should go. And I was like, ah, you know, I, okay, you know, I guess I'll go try. And then so flew out to Venice Beach, which was an amazing experience because, you know, I was the judges were like the guys that I grew up watching, you know, in oh, K1 wow. you know, like, yeah. Alistar Overeem was a huge name. Oh, know? Yeah.
0: I know that name. I know and, that dude for real.
1: And like, you know, for him to just come up and be like, "Yeah, you're legit." was like oh, dude, the greatest thing a, like like what that a was, stamp of approval, that, yeah. That was that was the greatest shit ever, man. Yeah. You know, and uh yeah. once I once I got done with the tryouts, I think it was like maybe 10 minutes I'm walking down Venice Beach Boulevard there and they call and they were like you know, we just want to let you know that you were accepted to K one. And I was like, Whoa. Oh, wow. That's like, it actually is going to happen.
0: That's a big deal, sir.
1: It was a big deal. And then, uh, you know, flew out and I think it was the only fight in my whole entire life that I wasn't scared really, because, because I, I, I think I just felt like I finally am here. Like this is yeah. where I was supposed to be. So I didn't care. Oh yeah. And I got knocked out <laughs> first time in my whole life. Like there's been of all, Uf- all the
0: times and places, right? I That's mean,
1: you UFC stars have broke their hand on my head and yeah, like Ben Rothwell, he was in the UFC. He broke his hand on my head and I was still standing there. So, you know, I mean, like that
0: explains a lot. For,
1: I, yeah, exactly. I don't know what it explains, but. <laughs> so you know, after that, that was that was kind of rough to come back to you know your little hometown after you're just on pay per view yeah. and yeah. made it yeah. to yeah. your your ultimate goal in life and got knocked out and then wow. I did another fight right I mean maybe four months after that right yeah. here yeah. in my hometown and that was that almost made me want to vomit because you just got knocked out in front of the whole world and now you're in your hometown and they're going to pair you up with an upcoming younger kickboxer, you know? Mm. So, so that was, uh, that was, that was a little strange, but yeah, I ended up, ended up knocking the kid out with a jab Good and it was, him. but he was probably the toughest. He was one of the toughest guys I've, I have fought. Yeah. And I, I I couldn't explain it to him that night because he was just down and but I'm like, oh, sure I'm sure. just like sure. I'm like, dude, like you kid, for real, like you're you're legit. Like I don't be upset. I mean, I've been getting my ass kicked for 15 years. I mean yeah. I just came from K one and you're just you're just starting out. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean, take it like as to it is, down, run Mike it.
0: Tyson, yeah.
1: like run with it, you know, but that's it. Take so your lesson, that.
0: winner, winner, learn, man, winner, learn.
1: Yeah. So after that, I mean, I ended up having back surgery and that was it. Yeah.
0: So Doug, you know, and I think I came into your life kind of on the tail end of a lot of that. Um, and, you know, let's, let's rewind the clock a little bit, man. So a lot of people saw UFC one. Across the United States, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, I don't know. And yet I guarantee you, not thousands of people decided they wanted to do that. Was there something that you could remember that just clicked? I mean, were you were you mad? Did you just feel like like a warrior's creed? I mean, can you have you ever identified what it was that just clicked?
1: And I think it know? was I think it was the it was the part that it was different. Okay. Uh-huh. Like it was it wasn't the normal. It yeah, was very it was very nothing, true in those days. Very it was true in those nothing days. Nothing that anyone was doing. They besides very, yeah. you know in, in the trailer park streets. But <laughs> yeah, in, they in didn't have pro pros then. No, they, you know, but you know, back then, you know, it was just like nobody's doing that. And you know, I want to do that. Like it, it just, it was just something in me that I just, I just seen it. And I was like, I'm going for this. Yeah. And I yeah. never stopped. I never stopped until I had to stop.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Back surgery's semi-serious. If we're talking semi-professional, semi-serious. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, whatever <laughs> I semi you want to talk about. I still but,
0: feel like an idiot. And again, I'm, I'm <laughs> truly sorry.
1: Oh, uh, you so, should be.
0: Uh, I am. I am. Trust me. I'll cry later. So anyway. All right. So again, the point of the show has always been to give people credible stuff. You know, we, we, you were on the show, gosh, years ago and we were talking about nutrition and approaches and stuff like that. So, you know, I guarantee you, somebody's hearing this show right now with a yearning to, to do, to do something right. To take that first step, to walk that first lap, to join a gym, how do people, and I don't know, you can't speak for a lot of people, but I mean, you dealt with it as a gym owner and as a fight trainer. How do you, how do you handle those first timers? What do you, what do you say to those first timers that are just scared to death to take that first step?
1: I guess it depends on first timer. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about.
0: Let, let's let's make it easy. Let's talk about like the first uh, a person that wants to join a gym but is maybe hesitant to do so. Everyone is. Yeah, right. Exactly. The first time it's always scary.
1: Everyone is because I think that's, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I think that's where, you know, I think it's more of like an insecure type thing. And not only like insecure, but also no direction. So yeah great point. That's, and you that's you I, had
0: your inspiration from the beginning. You know, you saw a fighter and you wanted to be a professional fighter. Arnold Schwarzenegger had Reg Park. Is that is that you think is a good step is to have some kind of either an I don't want to say an idol but a you know like maybe somebody to emulate or or a goal. Do you think the goal comes first? What do you think?
1: I th- I mean, yeah, goal for sure, but mm-hmm. I mean, accountability is, is number one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's very does, true. It, I mean, you can join a gym and go once, you know, but it, <laughs> yeah, Planet and and Fitness counts I, on that, by the way. You know, I mean, Planet Fitness, they have the psychology down. To for for like, a very
0: specific demographic, you're a thousand percent it, right.
1: They have the psychology down. I mean, they got the tootsie rolls at the front desk. Yep, you can pizza night. (laughs) You can sign up online. Yep, but you can only cancel inside. Yeah, and I. Oh man, great point. When they did those two, I was like, "That's genius." It is, but you're gonna have to come
0: here to cancel. Yep,
1: exactly. You can sign up online. You don't have to go in and talk to anybody. And that's the problem: is nobody wants to go in. And they don't want to talk to anybody, you know, and a lot of people just walk into a gym and they're just kind of hunched over and, you know, and, and I think that's kind of where like me and my sister and, you know, my dad, you know, like just try to make them feel comfortable, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah, look, let's, let's walk you through the machines, you know, let's, let's show you how they work. Mm -hmm. No, because nine out of 10 people that like even go and join planet fitness that go twice a year, they walk in and they just look around and they're just like, I don't know. And then they want to go in the very corner where no one can see them. Yes. I want to hide. I want to hide, but I want to do this, but I don't want to ask any, I don't want to pay for this or, yeah, but it, but it. It's, it's extremely, I mean, it's extremely important to have accountability. Like you have to have that person. That's right. that's, That's the hardest part.
0: Okay. So maybe that's, maybe that's the real key then find a workout buddy. Um, so I know for me, like when I joined your gym, you know, and the one thing that I loved about you guys so much right off the drop was how friendly you were. Now this is an audio podcast you can't see him but Doug believe it or not he's a pretty scary looking dude okay just he was fighting in K1 I'm sure the heavyweight class whatever Doug's a big dude all right and when you're not smiling you're you're a little bit intimidating actually you're a lot intimidating until the first 30 seconds when you said hello your face lightened up you were like hey welcome in like I did not expect it. Cause like when you first come in, you almost look like you're a trainer. Right. And so, and I, and I know you did some training, but that man, that initial welcoming was, was incredible. And then of course your dad, I mean, how do you not love him? Yeah, um, May rest <laughs> in peace, but man, man, I miss that dude. And so I always found that most people in the gym. So if anybody is listening to this right now, if anybody out there is listening to this, thinking about going to the gym or going back to the gym or whatever, I guarantee you 90% of the people in the gym are eager and more than willing to help you get started, feel comfortable. Of course, the staff is going to be there, but most people, I have yet, well gosh, I'm 43 years old, and I had one guy that was a jerk to me into Birmingham YMCA, but outside of that, everybody that I've asked about workout stuff has been, incredibly generous I would you agree with that
1: Doug oh yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. you know and yeah you you have the 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 assholes you know a couple of them and I've dealt with them personally because I didn't I I just I didn't want it you know and yeah no you're not gonna have that Mm -mm. no and it's it's definitely just trying to I guess the hardest part is just you know connecting with somebody yeah, you know, and yeah. trying to, because nobody wants to just be like walk around the gym and be like, hey, what do you do, or how do you do this? Yeah. You know, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. Nobody's yeah. nobody. nobody wants that. to ask all that. It's, yeah, especially that's true. when you've never been in a gym. You walk into a gym, you just look around like, what, what do I do? Yeah, you know, like, yeah. what do I do? You know, and and that's, I think that's where you know we did a lot. You know, where it was like. Okay, this is what we kind of recommend, you know, maybe get on the treadmill sure. 10 minutes and then hit this yeah. circuit right yeah. here and then, yeah. you know, go from there. And Planet the Fitness I think kind of did that a little bit, but you know, they're 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 still a big box gym and they in my yeah. opinion they they don't give a shit. No. You
0: know, I mean, and that's and that's and you're right. And, you know, for like what you said earlier, you sign up online, you have to go in to cancel nobody's going to miss that 10 bucks. So you'll have people wanting to cancel for six, eight months a year and they just pay the 10 bucks so they don't have to mess with it. Uh, it's pretty remarkable.
1: And they won't, they won't. Yeah, they won't.
0: (laughs) So another practical tip may be if you're thinking about joining a gym and even, and I'll be honest, even if it is a big box gym and you signed up, I think it'd be a good idea for you to call and then just get a name of a staff member in advance That can show you around. So you roll in there. Hey, let me talk to Doug. Hi, I'm Doug. Let me show you around. You can do a lot in advance, I think, to reduce the anxiety of your initial gym experience. What do you think
1: about that? I think everyone should do that. Everyone should schedule. I don't care if, okay, I don't care if it's $100. I don't care if it's $200. Yeah. Get a trainer. That, oh, can yeah. help, that can keep you accountable and show you at least the place. I mean, yeah, a lot of people have no problem, you know, spending a hundred dollars on a dinner. Yeah. But right, exactly. they, they don't want to spend a hundred dollars for someone just to show them how to walk around the gym. Yeah. Because it, it'll it take them a year to even walk around and try and figure out what each piece of equipment, because nobody wants to get on a piece of equipment and look stupid. Like, no, of course I, not. Like, how do I do this? Like, I don't want to look weird and I don't, yep. you know, I, yep. I, I want to make yep. this and there's this guy over here, like screaming and you know like throw away (laughs) Ah, well yeah ah, ah, yeah like and and then they're like okay i'm done i i'm I'm, I'm out of here this is not me okay maybe maybe next week i'm gonna start
0: yeah maybe next year
1: yeah it's you you just got and even if even if you sign up with you know like your request one if you don't click right off the bat find another one and if you don't yeah, like them, find 100%. another one, find yeah, another not,
0: one, find another one. A lot one. of them have free trials, man. And yeah, if, I mean, if again, if anybody out there is listening, call ahead, see if you get a free training session. When you sign up, a lot of gyms offer a free training session, which includes demonstration of probably a big chunk of the machines in there as they kind of walk you through it. So spend an hour with the trainer, learn to use the machines Try them out under their supervision. I mean, they're going to give you a basic routine. And then, if you like the trainer, book a few sessions like what you were saying, Doug, establish that foundation of a routine. You know, there's your little bit of accountability to build that momentum. And then you're off and running in no
1: time. Yeah. And, and like I said, if, if the first one, if you ain't, if you're not like jiving with the first one, try the next one.
0: And yeah, I think that's so where a lot many. of people,
1: I think that's where a lot of people get stuck, you know? And I I used to hate, I hated the people because I seen it so many times that were like scared to death. Yeah. You know, standing at the front counter and And like like signing a contract and I knew in their face that they weren't going to come back. But nope, they, nope. they, they made that initial commitment,
0: yep, you know, they got in the door.
1: Yeah. Got then, there. But then they looked around and they're like, I don't have a clue of what I'm even going to do here. So. Yep. I'm already lost. Yeah. yeah. So that's why, you know, we tried to, we tried to help out as much as we, we no, could. I, I thought you guys bed. did a
0: great job. I thought you guys did a great job. And the one thing that I liked about it, I mean, when I was there, at least at full contact fitness, I mean, you, you had everybody in there. I mean, you had old ladies, you had, you know, old, old dudes you had like, and then the young fighter crowd and even some, some young kids. And, and it was always, and I love the fact that it was 24 hour access, man, that was freaking sweet. Cause if I worked late or wanted to get up early, I could, of course your dad was always in there early. So it was nice, you know, Paul senior in there freaking mm-hmm. uh, cleaning up the joint, God, man, that was so much fun. And so, you know, and I guess too, I think we're probably overlooking the fact that, I mean, there's just so many free resources online to, to give you the basic information. So, you know, I, I, again, if you're, if you're first starting out, if you're listening to this, and I think Doug would probably agree, call ahead, see what they can get you, get a name, get a person that can show you around. And then I would simply jump on YouTube. I'm new at a gym. What should I do first? And chances are, There's going to be a YouTube video out there that's going to just tell you, all right, like what you were saying, Doug, hop on a treadmill for 10 minutes. All right. When you get off the treadmill, see if you can find a machine like this or this and try this. I mean, there's just all that stuff is out there for free to kind of reduce that initial anxiety.
1: Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, you nailed it. I mean, everything's on YouTube for sure. Sure. I mean, hell, I'm on YouTube, man. I mean, I'm not. Nobody
0: wants. Nobody watches, but you know, I'm out
1: there. I mean, that's, I mean, I couldn't give a better piece of information, you know, like, but then the worst part is yeah, okay, I got this. I watched it on YouTube. I'm going to go do this. And then you got three weeks in and you're like, "Eh, I don't really want to do this now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's talk
0: about that. Let's talk about that second month slump, man. How do you, Mm -hmm. how do you keep going after the first month? Hell first week. Like, cause it's coming, Doug. Everybody's signing up in January, right? Everybody's coming. Mm -hmm. Why is the gym packed in January and empty in February? My man.
1: Because I would say, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to put this as like nicely as possible. (laughs) Like, uh, it's, it's mindset. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. Right, hundred percent. mindset.
1: Like, yeah, it, it, you either her, want
0: more, you know, you
1: want it or you don't. Yeah, yeah. Why'd you go there in the first place? If you, you know, you wanted it. Why, you went there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you I've read, read all the books. You got to have you your why. Money. You got to have <laughs> this. I like. I, I've went through all the, the the books and the courses. Like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. got your why. You got this. You got this. Okay why? Like, yeah. why are you what not it? doing it? What, what is it? Like, what, what is it like? So why did you stop?
0: <laughs> I guess what if, okay, let's switch gears a little bit here. Let's, let's talk about how to prevent it because obviously you and I started at a gym at some point, everybody that's been in the gym for 10 or 15 years or, you know, has, has a starting point for me. I move around a lot with the army and I don't have any friends anyway. So for me, church and gym, right? The gym is a great place to meet people that are working on physical fitness. So I know I can be around like-minded people. So for me, making friends in the gym is half of the reason why I keep going because I genuinely enjoy the people there. Sometimes I talk too much. I get it. Sometimes it's just a high five. Sometimes it's just a wave. But I feel like I'm part of something in there. So for me, it's about, you know, social connection as much as it is physical fitness. What? Well, and I guess for you, you staying in the gym was probably in alignment with you becoming a champion fighter. Would you say that's right?
1: Again, I'm trying to figure this out here.
0: (laughs) So, yes, yes, yes.
1: Yes, it is. I mean, I, I agree. like a gym can definitely be a social environment. and that part of it of a gym as being your social gathering, like bothers the hell out of me. Like if you're just <laughs> I'm going, sorry, there, man, I get lonely. I, I'm, I'm just saying, if you're just going there to just talk to somebody, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, go to church. You know, I mean, a lot of people will listen, maybe, but in in a gym, that's just one thing that just irritated me, but it did bring a lot of people together, which made me happy. You know, sure, Sure. I do understand. I do understand the connection. I do understand that part. And, but deep in me, like that part wasn't me. You know, I was German. never that, that social butterfly that like you, that wants to talk to everybody and be like, yeah, what up, yes. bro? You know, yes. like, hi,
0: how are you? I miss you yeah. so much. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like you, And you don't even know their name, but yeah, no, I mean, no, you're no, yeah. right. You know, we had old hey. people, we had young people, you know, we had everyone yeah. and everybody, I everybody almost kind of got treated the same. So, yeah. you know, it, yeah, I, I do see what you're saying, but. You know, as far as like the personal training, that was another thing that really bothered me was, you know, people were paying for personal training, but it was more of like a psychiatrist hour. You know, the world, man, it is, and it is. I don't doubt it. I mean, a lot of lonely people, you see it, and they're not really there to, I mean, they, they, it helps them, they feel better, which is good. Yeah. You know, but what's, what's the main point, you know, yeah. like what's, what's the oh, bottom yeah. line? Why are you here? Are you here to meet someone? Or are you here to change? You know, and that, and the, that was the part that I always struggle with. It's like, sure. that's why I stopped personal training. It was, if you became a psychiatrist, you know, like <laughs> you just sat there, <laughs> you just sat there and you just listened to people vent yeah. and it's like, no, I'm not yeah. here to, I'm not here to, to listen to you vent. Which, which is fine, but, you know, it, it just comes down to what we just talked about. Like, are you there to socialize? Are you there to, you know, vent? Or, or are you there to actually change? Yep. And that's what's going to keep you there. Not the people, that's right. not anything else. How bad and how much do you want to change? And that's my, that's just my opinion. You know,
0: no. And that's great, Doug. And that's that's see, I'm oh, man, on the surface, that might feel uncomfortable to have that disagreement. But that's the beauty of it, because there are people like me in the gym, you know, exercising and being, you know, extra social. There's people like you that are like razor sharp focus on their goal. And there are for physical fitness and and dedicated to change and, and reaching these new heights. That's the beauty of the gym is because everybody is there. Right. And you'll know who's chatty, who's chatty, Kathy and who's not, you know, you'll know who's very serious. And I have very serious acquaintances at the gym I'm at now here uh, here in Genesis of Kansas City. And so that's that's the beauty of it. But regardless of where you're at on the chatty Kathy spectrum, you know, going there to work on physical fitness is a common thread that brings everybody in. So that means if you're working towards physical fitness goals, you're going to be in a building with a hundred or 50, 30, a hundred people doing the same thing. And when you can align like that, social relationships naturally happen. And you will be surprised in my opinion, how good that feels when you start to get to know at your own level, when you start to get to know some of the people and oh,
1: absolutely. Uh,
0: yeah. And to me that like what you've mentioned more than once is accountability. Um, I, I think for me, it, it's naturally there. It, it keeps me accountable. Um, but you make a really great point. I know you, you know, you got out of it, but like a personal trainer, you know, they can really, I mean, especially if you, if you pay in advance, like I'm going to get my sessions, you know what I mean? And so, gosh, you know, laying out money, man, money is a is an accountability thing. And I wonder, you know, like we said earlier about Planet Fitness, you know, it's such a low cost amount that's not really very compelling to get you to go, is it? Ten bucks a month, like, eh, no, I don't like,
1: yeah, I mean, it's ten bucks a month. I mean, whatever, yeah, I don't you know, I'll, I'll go every once in a while. What yeah, if it's a thousand bucks a month, sh-
0: dude? I you know, let's even go, let's even go my poor ass a hundred bucks or 150 bucks a month. Right. Oh, I'm, Oh, I'm going, I'm I
1: mean, going. Yeah. What are you going to do when you get there? You know what I mean? I'm like, what if hey, I know gonna, what you're going to do.
0: A, I'm going to take you know? a class. I'm going to use three towels. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to yeah, do, but exactly. I'm going to get all of it.
1: And I, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to come across and I almost kind of feel like I'm coming across one of the, one of those guys in the gym. And I, those guys i can't <laughs> stand you know like like the big headphones i'm stacking weights yes i'm yeah, not that yes i'm not that yeah. guy you know what i mean like no no dude get get that out of my face like yeah like get do out that of in that your hunt. garage do it in your garage <laughs> you know what um, i mean like, I, like you're not impressing anyone like i don't care nope. you know i'm not that guy i'm just talking about like being actually committed, you know, being sure, serious sure. with it, you know, like, yeah,
0: focus, focus. Do you
1: want to do it or you not want to do it? And I'm guilty of not doing it. You know, I, I'm guilty myself. I have to have a trainer like me personally, even though I have sought out and I've done everything I've done even yeah. to this day, I won't work out unless I have a trainer and that's no BS. Like huh. I, have
0: I never would have guessed that. Yeah. I interesting. To.
1: I have to, I have to have that accountability or I won't do it, which is weird.
0: So I'm, you know, I'm oddly similar in other areas, Doug, like I can't, you know, I have to have a gym. I can't work out at home. I mean, I can do everything I need to do at home to stay in shape for the army, but I need a gym. I, I can work from home a couple of days at a time or whatever, but eventually I, I have to go. I have to physically, and maybe it's a, maybe it's a matter of like physiology and, you know, like Tony Robbins talks about state, you know, I Mm -hmm. have to leave the house. I have to put my uniform on. I have to put my gym clothes on and then physically leave, physically go. And that's like in, in route, I get myself in state. And I like, I just, everything kind of clicks at that point. You know what I mean? So no, absolutely, I I understand. I understand completely.
1: It's just getting in in that routine. It's just getting in the routine and just, well finding the yeah. spot
0: and i maybe that's the other piece too is um anybody listening to this just just be a reassured you go to the gym two three four weeks in a row you know same days per week you know pretty soon it'll become a, a formed habit and and i don't know i mean if you're consistent about going you're setting your alarms and we'll talk about all this stuff in future shows but just set yourself a habit and i don't I don't know. I think it's probably best to really start small. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I don't even know, Doug. I mean, maybe even going to the gym for your first time, getting the tour or whatever. Maybe you just walk on a treadmill for 10 minutes and then leave no matter what. You just t- something that easy. And then maybe that's Monday. Maybe you go back Wednesday and you say, all right, 10 minutes on the treadmill. And then I'm going to, I don't know, do some bicep curls. Okay. And then I'm going to leave and then I'm going to come back Friday. And then I'm going to do my treadmill for 10 minutes. I'm going to do a few bench presses and then maybe I'm going to sit in the sauna for 10 minutes and then I'm going to leave. Do you reckon, I mean, I think that might work for some people really, really small like that at first. What do you think?
1: I mean, honestly, that was like every piece of advice that I gave everybody that okay. joined the okay. gym, like right off the yeah. bat. I'm like, this is how to use the treadmill. Yep. Come in do five minutes and leave. Yeah. And oh, see. if, you, if yeah. you can't do it the next day, then come back in the next day. Don't yeah. beat yourself we'll be here. up over it. It's still, the gym yep. is still here. Don't beat yourself up over it. Then yes. come back yes. in and do six minutes and then leave. And then yeah, that's great. maybe Friday, come in and do 10 minutes. Maybe you'll feel a yeah. little more comfortable. And after yes. that, you want to come back next week. Okay. Let's do 15 minutes. And when you feel oh, yeah. comfortable getting off of the treadmill, after you've watched everything, yep. then maybe head to a machine. Do a couple of yep. things there and then leave. You know, and just you build. Machine. Yeah, Just build. 100%. Have, it's, it, it's all routine. It's yep. all routine you're, and just being comfortable in your environment.
0: You're building that habit. I mean, five, ten yeah. minutes at a time. And then next thing you know, a week is gone and you've been to the gym three times already. And that's, that's, that's that can be a boost to a lot of people.
1: It is. It is. And I think a lot of people... I would say you get too much in your head and then you just quit. You know, it's like, I got to do this and I got to do this and then I got to eat this and I got to work through this and I got, I'm done. I can't. Yep. But but then you got to like, I didn't lose,
0: I didn't lose 30 pounds this week. I'm never going to lose. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Everybody wants everything right now. I mean, go, I mean, just go to, go to a surgeon. Yeah. I mean, if that's the route you want, but. Yeah, that's not that's otherwise. not what you want. That's not the feeling you're going to get.
0: Yeah, I'm reading a book right now called Tiny Habits and Oh, that's it, a good book. It, it right? I mean, oh, yeah. a sticky note, okay, I'm going to, oh, yeah. you know, give a self-affirmation 10 seconds, 20 seconds. And it's so crazy that's exactly how we build our lives. Like when you stop going to the gym, like if you go to the gym for a long time and then you stop, you don't just stop suddenly. It's suddenly, it's like five days a week. Well, then it's four days a week. Well, then it's three days a week. You know, it, good and bad, permanent change happens very s- slowly and very, very s- smallly, right? Like small, small pieces. And when you're intentional about that, you can rewire your brain just like what we talked about. Come on the treadmill, five minutes, go home. Come on the treadmill next day, eight minutes, go home. Those tiny habits build, because I mean, like when you build a brick wall, you don't just Throw ten bricks up all at once. It's one brick at a time, right? So, and I guess too, I guess if somebody's getting ready to, you know, approach physical fitness in a new way or for the first time, I would recommend too not going crazy on diet right away. Would you? Would you be the same way? Do you think that diet stuff can be like overwhelming when you first start going to the gym
1: as well? That's that's the biggest problem. Is okay, like just. Everybody wants to know, like January 3rd. Yep. What yeah. What do I need to eat and what do I need to do for yep. the next two months? Yeah. I and want to like, meal
0: prep for yeah. forever. Like, hold what,
1: on. What do just, I need to do? What do I? I mean? No. Like, just get, <laughs> no. Just stop.
0: Just yes. go. Get I'm not going to give treadmill. you any recipes. I'm like, not going to give you recipes.
1: Get on the treadmill. Yeah. Like, but it's everybody is in like, everybody is different. So that was my biggest problem is like when I first started, I, I don't know how many like meal plans and this and this and this, and, and like, I didn't charge anybody. Cause I was just, right. I was just trying to help everybody. And I, I would just write them this and this and this. And they're oh, like, man. well, yeah. what if I, well, what if I drink on this day? What can I, what can I drink? And I, I got that, that question asked the most, like, really? what's the lowest calorie alcohol I can drink?
0: I'm like, uh, <laughs> like, hold I'm, on, man. I'm
1: like, no, I was, I looked, I mean, I researched it because that's Oh, wow. I you wanted. got
0: into it. Okay. That, okay. I'm like,
1: okay, you want a lot. This is what you want. This is kind of what you need. That's cool. Okay, let's look at it. Um, Looks like uh, vodka. Um, you might be able to put a little cranberry in there. I wouldn't go crazy with it because the sugar could be a little high. But, yeah. you know, like I would go to you know, clear vodka, you know, just vodka, whatever was clear, you know? And, and people kind of like, were like, okay, this guy's actually listening to what I'm saying and tell me not to drink. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like I, like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't down anybody. I'm like, no, I, I get it. Like, I understand. Like, what do you want to drink? Okay. You drink three days a week. Okay. What do you drink right now? Well, I drink a lot of beer. Okay. Well okay. let's switch it up to light beer. Let's switch it sure. up to yeah. vodka and something, like sure. like if yeah. that's what you need, that's fine.
0: Now go bourbon and water if you need to. My goodness, yeah, well, yeah. yeah,
1: whatever, whatever it is, you know, whatever kind of change you need to make, then just make that change because a, a lot of trainers right off the bat be like, no alcohol, no sugar, no, yeah, God, you can. know, and then everybody's like, yeah, ah, screw this, like this yeah. isn't what I signed up for, you know?
0: Because then then it's all willpower, and you it and I is. both know willpower never lasts.
1: Oh uh, man, it's the hardest. Like, Dude, I mean, you got to you have to have a deep like deep desire, like deep goal like just focused on oh, yeah. that to even sure. overcome all that. And I think, you know, like I said, it's it's always been about trainers and accountability and everything yeah. and yes. <clears throat> the group that I do a podcast with um, they had on the show um a lady named dr Rebecca Ferlano. okay, and you know we've done like i don't know thirty something podcast, and i love I, I you know I love all this stuff, <clears throat> yeah, and I love listening to all everybody and what they have to say and everything and when uh Rebecca Furlano came on she's a I hate even I hate even saying this word, but she's a functional medicine doctor okay, okay. <laughs> because okay. that's so it's just it I can't put her in that classification she's she's something else man, and that was the first time that I was like blown away by a podcast from an individual because I was like that makes so much sense and It wasn't like, okay, you're low on vitamin this and vitamin that. Like she was like legit, like what's going on in your life? Like let's do blood work. Let's do this. And that was like, actually it was last November. It's been a year now. And she was, she's probably uh, up in my top five people of like most influential people that I have met man, that's so awesome. she's uh you know it's so th- that's kind of where I was getting at is you know if you don't know what you're allergic to
0: yep yeah good point get, Ed, inflammation and all that stuff yeah if
1: you if you don't know where your vitamins are like if you don't know where your levels are if you don't know where your sugar is at like Honestly, if you really wanted to really really change, I mean, go get some blood work done and have someone that knows what they're looking at look at it, and Great they'll point. tell and, you what to eat. They'll tell you yeah. what to do. They'll tell you what's going on in your body. Otherwise, you're just going to do circles.
0: Yeah, it's crapshoot. And I will tell you, with more more and more insurance companies are looking at preventative care and. You know, kind of those proactive approaches uh, more and more. So what I'm saying is, if you have health insurance, I'm pretty confident they will pay for that blood work and play for pay for that analysis and pay for nutritionist. Just ask your insurance company; it's worth it. If it's just twenty bucks for a copay or whatever, go do it because it may unlock a lot of a lot of things. If you're not ready for that, and I think Doug would agree, you know. It, you can do as much or as little as you want. It's a free country. You could balloon up to 600 pounds and the government would pay to take care of you, right? Like that happens. It's just, I don't like it. I don't understand it, but you can legally do it in this country. But I think for, and then there's the one percenters, right? The ones that are like 3% body fat and focused on every drop of water and, you know, Doug here a few years ago when he was at the top of the mountain. But for most of us, the rest of the ninety four percent a little bit of physical fitness goes a long way all right huge. huge i mean if you want to have a better quality of life i mean think about what physical physical fitness has hands down been proven and i'm talking a walk around the block my guy physical mm-hmm. fitness uh raises o- oxytocin right the the love me drug the the drug that makes you feel loved warm and fuzzy It reduces the cortisol levels in your body. That's the stress hormone, right? I think cortisol, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And like, just imagine if you were a little bit happier, a little bit less stressed, and you felt a little bit more loved, how much better would your freaking life be? I mean, think about it, right? Like at work, you're more pleasant. You might stand a better chance to get a promotion, your marriage that's in the toilet. Maybe you can turn that around, right? You, maybe, do you like it when you're when you're out of breath on a flight of stairs? Do you like it when your back hurts all the time? Like, it's just,
1: okay, so. <laughs> I'm feeling you. No, no, yeah. I, I feel you. It's I just like. You get tired the, of
0: it. it. Yes. Well, and, and that's it too. If you're not tired of it, that's fine. You can click off, that's fine. But if you're tired of it, And if you're you're ready to make that change, you, you have a former freaking MMA champion, freaking Mr. Buff over here, and a normal, I don't know, Missouri country guy over here telling you that now is the time, right? Don't wait till January 1st, do it now and start small and don't give up because the results are worth it. I think the results are worth it. You know, um, I,
1: I, I think the best advice I, I could possibly give to anyone would be to, you know, instead of like loading your brain full of nutrition and blood work yeah, and the yeah. gym and uh-huh. just, just like we just said, start out slow. But I think one of the biggest things that actually helped the fastest was Uh intermittent fasting. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so overlooked and a lot of people like they don't really understand it. But if you look into intermittent fasting, I think it changed like my brain so fast that it was ridiculous.
0: So that's a really great point. Yeah. And that's backed up by science too. So, uh, so anybody that doesn't know, okay. I don't want to insult anybody's intelligent. Intermittent fasting is longer than normal breaks without food. I think it's probably the most hours. simple way
1: to put it. Right, Doug? Yep. 12 hours. 12 so hours. Start- okay. So
0: mm-hmm. it's gotta be at least 12 hours for it to count. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yep. Yeah. It's 12 hours. Okay.
0: So basically, Essentially, now, can you have, I think you can have water, right? You can have water during the time.
1: You can have water and you can have coffee. So the way that I started out, the two people that I followed at the time was Jay Campbell and, um, oh gosh, um, uh, I'm blanking here. Um, All right. Bulletproof. Uh, (laughs) Come on. It was like my guy, Dave Asprey. Okay. So I started off listening to Dave Asprey and then, you know, he had this thing about bulletproof coffee. And then I got into, you know, like Jay Campbell and he's a, he's changed a lot, uh, went a lot more spiritual, but he's still heavy into that. And, you know, Asprey's side is when you wait, you know, you gotta have 12 hours. So, at night if it's eight o'clock at night you know yep. you don't have anything until eight o'clock the next day yeah so but with um when i started with uh dave's bulletproof coffee so what it is is you got um carry gold butter and mct oil and coffee and you blend it yes. up. yes okay
0: yep i've heard of that
1: i've heard of and that and that that little bit took me to from 12 hours to 14 to 15. Then I started listening to Campbell and then he had some other inputs. And I mean, I would, I would be fast. I mean, I was, I'd be fast for 18, 19 hours and I would be like on speed. Like my, (laughs) like, like you would not imagine like how fast your, your body and your mind will change when you just cut the crap out, like, yeah, just like, you don't even know what to do. Like everything's going so fast, so fast. Just yeah. like what, what's happening? Like, <laughs> you're like, you <laughs> oh, I can't explain man. it. Like intermittent yeah. fasting, I would say, get into that. Start out with 12 hours and just walk on the treadmill and in a yeah. month, see what happens.
0: Okay. I like you know. it. And so Doug, listen, um, Let's kind of start to taper off on that. I am really interested in that. So get your notes out, man, because that's what I want to talk about the next time you're on the show. Okay. I want to talk about that in detail and let's, let's prepare some plans for folks that want to try it. Myself included, myself included. I'm going to do it. So a little bit of a recap here. There's obvious benefits for a higher quality of life to be physically fit, or to be more physically fit than you are now. Wherever you're at, life gets better as you get more fit. If you want to join a gym, do it. Call ahead, make contact with somebody, have them show you around if you need it. All right? Start small, be consistent, build the habit before you start going nuts. And if you want a little juice in there, freaking look up intermittent fasting and give that a try. Doug, as we wrap up this, man, dude, it's so good to talk to you. It is. What, uh, what, what's, uh, what's some closing thoughts you have for the uh, 13 people that'll listen to this show?
1: I thought you had 14.
0: Well, I mean, if you listen to it. Oh, I didn't
1: count myself. Lucky 14, bro. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you just pretty much recapped all of it. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it, it really just comes down to mindset. Yep. It really does. Yep. Like it's, that's the most important thing is your brain and I'm 100%. guilty of it. I'm guilty as hell of it, you know, but, and it's a struggle, but it's just, it's just keeping that mindset of what you want and just keep, keep going and just keep going yeah. and just keep going. And it
0: is worth it. You know, they say it in, uh, in AA, keep coming. It works. Keep coming. It works.
1: I yeah. don't know about mentioned- that, but I'll, I'll agree. with
0: you. <laughs> I heard it once a long time ago, but listen, to- hey, Doug, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight, buddy. Um, thank you so much for, for, me, for being around. Um, if anybody has any questions for Doug, shoot me an email to Gary at bluecollarconsultinggroup.com. Again, that's Gary, G-A-R-Y at bluecollarconsultinggroup.com. I'll throw them over to Doug. He'll be happy to answer and uh, we'll get him back on the show real soon. So Doug, hang out in just a second. Let me uh, wrap up the show here and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do it right. So anybody, everyone, listen, thank you so much for Listening to the Blue Collar Consulting Group podcast is available on every single podcast platform you can think of. Feel free to swing by www.bluecollarconsultinggroup.com. There you can see some show notes. You can find the blog about high performance and advancing your life. And we are on social everywhere at BCCG underscore main like Main Street. All right, Doug, thanks again. And uh, yeah, can't wait to have you back on the show.
1: Thank you, my friend. Talk to you soon.